first suspect Joe was that he knew more than any innocent person should have known. I suspected Irene the moment I heard the fireman's testimony. You heard the unimportant fact. I suspected, I suspected, Elaine suspected the postman been... after he testified. I suspected. I suspected. I suspected. I suspected. I suspected. I suspected. Listen to radio's newest, most interesting and thrilling program, Suspicion. Now, suspicion. Somewhere in the drama about to be presented is a seemingly unimportant fact, a hidden clue that first casts suspicion on the ultimate culprit. Listen regularly to this thrilling series. Test your powers of observation and deduction and find the hidden clue. It may be a single line, a sound, perhaps a complete scene. All names and characters depicted in this story are fictitious, and a resemblance to persons living or dead is entirely coincidental. In the story we presented last time in this series... Unlucky at love. Do you remember this scene? Although promising Madge Clark that he will go straight, Lucky Clark, jewel rubber, plans a robbery near Niagara Falls. But when purchasing the tickets for their supposed second honeymoon trip to Niagara Falls, Lucky Clark orders... I want one round trip and one one one-way ticket to Niagara. That was the hidden clue, ladies and gentlemen, for apparently Lucky had already determined to slay his wife, Madge. Now we present... The Troubleshooter. Early in the afternoon of June 16th, outside the superintendent's office at the Golden Nugget, a gold mine in the Klondike region, Yukon Territory. Hey, Flack! Flack, come here! Okay, Red. Go right with you. Hey, it uh, looks like we're going to uncover a new offshoot of the vein, Red. What do you want? Listen, I just got tipped off that the old man is sending a troubleshooter up here. A young pup named Morrow. Yeah? Yeah. I guess that's his plane now. Pass the word to Mike and Charlie. Check. Shall we fix this guy up the same as the last one? No, no, we'll see how he is first. It's awful easy to have a charge of dynamite go off too soon, Red. Well, well, we'll get a slant on Morrow before we figure anything like that, Flack. Things have changed since the Mounties stationed a man at Raleigh. Yeah, I guess you're right. Think we ought to scram? Maybe, maybe, but let's see how this guy handles first. And, Flack, one thing. Hang on to your temper. Don't pick a fight with Morrow, or you'll put us all on the spot. Why don't you look around a couple of days before starting work, Mr. Morrow? Nope. Always start the job at once is my motto. Uh, where's your office? Right here. Okay. Next one is being cleaned up for you. Good. How long have you been superintendent, Red? Oh, three years come the end of this month. You have much trouble with the men? No, just the usual amount, Mr. Morrow. Payday comes and some of them go off on a binge. But you can't hold that against them. No, I suppose not. But still, it doesn't make for a well-run mine. Well... I always figure that a couple of days' rest helps out. Work better, you know. Yeah, perhaps, but not always. From now on, the men are going to be docked for each day of rest. You might tell them that. Okay, okay, but it's liable to start trouble. They can always be fired. 
Frankly, the operating cost of this mine is too high for the amount of ore shipped out. Well, you can look through the books if you think I'm pulling anything fast. That's exactly what I intend to do, Red. I'll see you later. Okay. Did you hear that, Frank? Yeah. Looks like this guy's out for trouble. Right. It'll take a couple of days to find out how I fixed up the books, but we'd better start working on them at once. Now, tomorrow morning, you come to work acting like you're drunk, see? Yeah. Tip off the boys that there's going to be some excitement. And if Morrow gets tough, well... Look at Flack. Oh, watch your yours. I don't feel like working today. Don't any of you work. You don't have to work today. Wait a minute. What's your name? What to tell you? You're drunk. Sure. So what? Who are you? Oh, I know. You're the dirty spy Feversaw sent up here. Well, get out. I'll get out. Or out. Oh, 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 you dirty stuck. Now get this, Ben. Uh, Wait a minute. Yeah. Next time any of you show up drunk for work, you're fired. Go on now, get on the job. Oh, oh, no, 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 no. Try picking a fight with him. I didn't even see his hand move. Oh, I'm going to kill that guy for this. Yeah, now, you do what I say and keep your trap shut. We've got to watch our step. I figured you'd have beat him up and oh. then everything would have been okay, but... Oh, hello, Sarge. Howdy, Red. Where will I find Mr. Morrow? Well, in my office, I guess. Right. Say, Red. Yeah? Do you think maybe he's wise to us? Well, he hasn't had time to find out the truth. I fixed up the book pretty well. Yeah. But if Morrow ain't stopped, me and you are going to go to jail. Maybe you're right. Tell Mike and Charlie to meet me at level two at noon. All right. Now, get to work and leave the rest to me. Well, we haven't any proof, Sergeant, but it's quite obvious that something's wrong up here. Well, if there's anything I can do, lad, just well, say the word. I, I may want you to make several arrests in a day or so, but right now I'm trying to gather evidence. Well, if I were you, I'd take it easy. Yes, Why? You aren't the first investigator Mr. Feversaw sent up here. Oh, he didn't say anything to me. The first one got into a fight with a man named Flack. He was beaten up pretty badly, and the men had no use for him after that. The second one was killed by a premature explosion. Oh, I see. (laughs) Well, they've tried the beating up and found it didn't work. So I suppose the explosion will be next. Come on. But I... If they think I'm afraid to go into that mine, they'll find out different. When you're working with snakes, Sergeant... It's safest to pull their fangs first. I'll call a meeting for tomorrow morning and show these men that I mean business. And I have a hunch there'll be a lot of unemployed miners in this part of the country. Quiet down, Quiet down, Bill! Now, the reason I checked off your names is that those who didn't show up this morning are fired. This mine's been operating at a loss, and Mr. Feversaw sent me here to find out why. Now, I want your cooperation. And when I get it... This mine's going to run at a profit. I'm asking you to give an honest day's work and observe the company rules. Those who don't will be fired. came from somewhere in here, eh? Yeah. I saw a puff of smoke up here, Sarge. 
Tomorrow was tracing this pile of rocks, and the bullet hit him square in the forehead. Killer was either lucky or a good shot, Carson. Over 900 yards. I suppose all the men have rifles. Of course. And the high-powered ones at that. Now, if he stood here, he couldn't be seen from... Say. Hmm? Hey, here's the shell. Hmm. That's it, all right. Wasn't fired more than a half hour ago. Let me see the list of men who were absent from the meeting. Only the names checked off were present. Let's see. Red Blair, John Flack, Jim Larson, Mike Parker, Chet Young. Are these men still in camp? Red and Flack are, but I haven't seen... Red and Flack, eh? Come on. From what I've heard, Red and Flack have gotten away with quite a bit. But this time, they've tackled too much. Sergeant's going to be back any minute. You're setting this joint on fire first, Fleck. We didn't have nothing to do with killing Morrow, but if the law checks these books... Taking a run-out powder ain't going to help us, man. Well, stick around if you want, but I'm scramming. Give me a ten-minute start and all the Mounties in Canada can't find me. I got a swell hideout. Okay, I'm with you, Red. All right, open the window a little so there'll be a draft. Right. Guess everything's in there, Fleck. Where's Mike and Charlie? They're waiting for us at the edge of camp. Let's blow. Check. The horse is behind the bunkhouse. I turned all the rest loose. Good. Well... We got enough gold out of this place to keep us for a while. But if I ever get my hands on the fool that killed Morrow, I'll. Under arrest, Blair. You two, Flax, huh? pick him up. Get their guns, Carson. Say, what's the idea for the here? The murder of George Morrow. You two weren't at the meeting this morning. They set the office on fire. Okay, okay, I set it on fire, but I didn't kill Morrow. Where's Mike Parker and Charlie Smith? They're waiting for us. hard by the creek. They're... Get horses, Carson. Three of them. We'll take Blair and Flack along for good luck. <laughs> Get this straight, Sarge. We didn't have a thing to do with killing Morrow. Maybe you didn't. Neither did I. Sure, I tried to beat him up, but that ain't killing a guy. Well, unless we catch Mike and Charlie, both of you... Why, they're stopping. Yeah. See that line across the face of the cliff? It's a path up to the top. They can hold off an army from way up there, and I'm telling you right now that by the time we reach the bottom, they're going to be safe. Ooh, ooh, boy. Is there any other way up? Yes, but it'll take us 12 hours to get up there. They'll be down on the way by that time. Sarge, we'll shoot at them as they climb up. Right. Long range, a little over 900 yards, but... <laughs> I didn't even come close. Give Flack the rifle and let him try. I'll cover him. All right. We'll take it easy, Flack. If they get away, it means we hang. So, pick them off, Flack. Okay. Out of the way, Carson. Good work, Flack. You got both of them. Come on, I'll remember this. Here they are, behind this boulder. Oh, there's no use arresting me, Marty. I'm done for. Charlie Smith. Yeah. You know, George, I had a hunch it was Charlie who killed Morrow. Why? Well, because you're he... wrong, Carson. It was Flack. Keep your hands on. Flack. So, so that's where you went this morning, eh? Oh, you fool! Why, if I'd known. Ah, that... shut up. If you hadn't stalled around setting the office on fire, I'd have gotten away. That's a laugh, ain't it, Sarge? He sets a fire to cover a theft, and I get caught for murder. It was shortly after John Flack had signed a confession. He said to Sergeant McKenzie... Uh, I don't see how you figure I'd done it. Well, you think it over for a while, Flack. 
Frankly, I didn't suspect you in particular. Ladies until... and gentlemen, did you discover the hidden clue that caused Sergeant McKenzie to suspect John Flack of the murder of George Morrow? Write into this station and tell us the hidden clue you found. And to check your powers of observation and deduction, listen for the correct hidden clue in this story the next time we present Suspicion. Suspicion. <laughs>